Okay, so we are going to uh, Kitsen as usual for Shabbos. We're going to switch to Hilcha Shabbos. We are in the middle of Simon Pei up to Sif Zayin and Limerus Hatzlachas and Sanab and Yehudis. Chava, everyone else, and we're going to go through different halachas in the Gea for Shabbos. Sif Zayin. Chardo mustard, the Tamcha. And horseradish. So you have to mix a some sort of solid material together with vinegar to make the dip. to put it together in Shabbos only with the shini, because otherwise you have an issue of lush of kneading. So therefore you have to put it. You so we it's in a place of oichu. We allow you to do it in a way of a shini. And the kid says, "What is the shini for these two specific things?" First, put the vinegar. And then put in the seeds, the mustard seeds, or whatever other. Part you're putting in, and that would be the, the shinu for this. Now, this becomes relevant in, uh, I make a lot of things in Shabbos, egg salad with mayo, etc., all these other things. And you have to do it with the shinu, and everything is going to have its own specific shinu as to how to do this. Don't make it very a thick batter. Put in the vinegar if you're making it in Shabbos, that it should become a very liquidy type mixture, not a, not like a thicker dough. And then uh, the, that is not the uh, don't mix it with a spoon, and also don't mix it with a, a spoon, or rather mix it with your finger, or shake the kli together, um, and that, that will count as the as, uh, as a way of mixing it, and that's enough of a shinoi that it won't be a problem on Shabbos. Now, what the kids are saying here, it sounds like you need two things, right? You need to do a shinoi, and you can only make it uh, very liquidy. But it sounds like if you're doing it very thick, the, uh, even a shinoi wouldn't work. However, there are friends who argue and say that if you're doing a shinoi, there are cases even when you're making something thick um, where it will work as well. So, fruits that you find under trees, certain if you look at tilted, you're not allowed to move them because they're moksa, because Shemana Flahayam, they felt today, and if they felt today, they were not right for use on Shabbos prior to Shabbos starting. Chen kol perish yitzalakum, fruit that you find by a guy. Mishri stafik shemana zashayam, if echshash, that maybe you pick the fruits today, a certain if you look at tilted, you're not even allowed to move them uh, because, again, you have to be worried that maybe it was still attached when Shabbos came in and therefore they were moksa. Also, this slash hamachum kaveres. You're not allowed to remove a, a honeycomb itself that is attached to um, uh, the beehive. And also, not to and also not to break up a honeycomb. I feel like Shadam kaveres, even if you've broken off the hive from before Shabbos. Then, if you did not break it off, uh, did not break up the honeycomb before Shabbos. Then the honey that flows up on Shabbos is still going to be Asr. But um, if you detach it, but it's still sitting within the hive, and then honey is flowing off it, but it already was attached before Shabbos, then the honey that comes off um, is is mother yeah because the issue really was that if it's still attached if you're going to chop out that you're already going to chop off more but if it's already detached we're not worried and we're not worried about you using that honey fruit that is spread out into one area within a chatzar you're allowed to put them together rather than we're referring to this of gathering and making piles of things so if they're already kind of in one area then there's no problem if they're all over the place and therefore there's going to be a bigger uh in gathering all together um, you're not allowed to gather together in a basket take one at a time eat one take a bite eat one and uh, eat the next one etc legumes greens that are in there in their peel still, if the outer peel is still moist, and they're also 
then you're allowed to um, open it and take out the the bean that's inside. Because then what you're separating is one food item for another food. And the reason is we're worried over here about the malach of dash, of threshing. And threshing is taking off the klipa of something which is edible. But if they're both parts edible and it's not considered as if you're doing dash, it's considered that you, you cut the food in half. And therefore, it's not going to be a problem. But if the peels are dry, they're not right. You're not allowed to take out the bean. To take nuts out of their green peel. From their peel. Now, the peels referring to here are the real outer peels that are done normally at the harvest time and not considered the normal way of eating it. So then it's an issue of dash of doing it. Um, at the time of Achila, but the, the small outer shell of a pistachio, sunflower seeds, etc., since the normal way of eating it is to attach it at that time, that would not be a problem of dash. Okay, so if you base in the second base, we're going to talk about uh, continuing in dash, but with fruits. So, as the, the the issue of extracting fruit juice from a fruit is the issue of dash because you're separating two components. The issue in the raisa was said only by grapes and all of those words, in the raisa. Other fruits in the raisa, at least in the raisa. So, also, let's go to pears to Tzarek Hamashkin to also to squeeze out fruit at Tzarek Hamashkin. So, also, let's go to limonada. So, you know how to squeeze out lemons to make uh, lemonade. Now, this issue is when you're squeezing it for the juice, but however, let's say you're squeezing a lemon onto food to enhance the flavor of the fluid, so you're using it for something else, but not to extract the juice to make juice, and then it would be mother. And those are asked even to suck um, in your mouth to suck the juice out. That doesn't mean that you have the entire food in your mouth, and as you're eating it, you suck it out. That's definitely okay, but it means to put it by the front of your mouth, kind of your front teeth, and just suck out the juices. Are those are in such a case. The issues are Akapanim by Navim, and this is a Mashkalis, at least to be Nizar by grapes, like we said at the Raisa, to not suck out the juice and throw the peels. If you don't need the Mashkin, you're squeezing it out so the food will be better, less watery than its mother. So therefore, you'll have to squeeze out uh, moisture from lettuce and pickles, right, you know, pickles, whatever, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, cucumbers, so that, because you're not using the water, and the water's going to waste. And Shavur says, even if even if you're not literally storing on the ground, you're putting it in a bowl, but at the end of the day, you're not using the juice, um, then it is fine. A woman should not uh, express milk uh, from her breast and then put it into a pot or into a bottle and then give it to her son. Or a child, you know, that's because the baby nurses the normal way. That's the normal way of eating. But by um, extracting the milk, that is again a thing of dash. If you're doing it into a a uh, into a kli, woman's allowed to allow um, if the child won't start nursing unless you express a little milk. She's allowed to express a little milk um, into the child's mouth so that the child should then uh, subsequently um, nurse. And it also expressed the milk as a way of refua, that there's a, a philosophies out there that it has a refua like a thing, so to just express the milk not for eating of the child, rather to be used as a refua, is usher unless it is a tzakana or there is a high level of tzar. If, let's say, a woman um, has to, her child's not feeding well and she has excessive milk or it becomes uh, painful for her, so then she's allowed to express the milk in a way that it is going to be wasted because you said again if you're, the only issue of dosh uh, is when you, you're using the liquid later right but if you're, you're squeezing out the milk like you said with the pickles um if you're squeezing out the juice for it to go to waste then it's not a problem so so to here squeezing out the milk in a way where it's going to go to waste is not going to be a problem so let's say for a baby is, is in icu or something and the mother has to 
uh, pump and dump, as it's called, right? So pump the milk and throw it out. So she could do it in a way where the milk will be uh, wasted. Mutadatin um, shuman kashim achacham, you're allowed to put hot, uh, uh, excuse me, congealed fat on hot food. Even though it will later uh, melt once it once it's on it, since the time you put it on, um, it 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 was congealed, and also it's going to turn. It's become part of the food, and not and won't be considered a separate entity. You do not uh, break up snow and hail with your hands. Right? You don't break up ice so that you can get the water out of it. But you can put it into a cup of wine or water, and it'll melt on its own, and that is uh, <coughs> uh, not a problem. The first says, be careful when he washes his hands in the winter and there's ice in the water to not use the uh, water with ice in it for it to If you don't, if he does, he's actually, don't kind of crush the ice in your hands. If you're doing it not to break, to express the, you know, turning this ice itself into water, but rather you're breaking the ice to get the water under it, uh, that would be um, okay, because breaking the ice is not the problem. It's trying to, to get water from the ice. That is the problem. It's better not to urinate onto um, snow because you're going to make it uh, melt. Um, again, the etzim is not really a problem because you don't have kavana for it. You just want to, your whole kavana is just to believe yourself is not is not to melt the snow. But if you're able to avoid it, it's better. So to uh, to not urinate into loose, loose earth or into uh, mud because that may be lush kneading because you're changing the consistency of it. Okay, kids, it switches to Bayra. Sif Tesvab, last one from now. You're allowed to take out the good part from the bad. You're not allowed to take out the bad from the good. And now, even though you said you're allowed to take out the Eichel, they plea, you're not allowed to use a utensil for it. You have to do it by hand. And even when you're doing it by hand, you're only allowed to use things which you're planning on eating for right now and not to do it for ahead of time. Okay, so a couple of things about this. So, um, first of all, when we talk about uh, using a kli, so the only issue that's a kli is either if it's a kli that's specifically made for a bayra, right? It's a sifter, something that's made to separate, or if the kli makes it, enhances it, and does a better job of separating than you would do with your own hands. But let's say it's the only reason the kli, you don't want to get your hands dirty, and that's how you're doing it, um, then it is okay. As far as what's considered miyad, using immediately, Ramesha says that that is a subjective thing, right? It's the amount of time you, it takes, to, you know, when you're ready to prepare for this meal and you're not doing it ahead of time uh, for a following meal, uh, then that's okay. So it depends, you know, if you're having a bunch of people, then the amount of time preparing for that meal um, is going to be much longer than if you're having just a couple of people, the amount of prep it's going to take for um, a few people if you're, if you're not having that many. Now, it also says, you know, you want to prepare for the meal in advance. That doesn't mean that, you know, if the preparing now is going to be the third course, it's going to be two hours from now, so I'm not allowed to prepare beforehand. You could do all the prep for that meal ahead of time, uh, right before the meal starts, even though you're only going to use it at a later point within the meal and not immediately right away. It's like the kids here. Even if it's it's all food, but you're going to say some food is for now, some food is going to eat the next meal. To take out only the parts you want now, don't take out the part that you want for later. Because the way we define it's not necessarily something that inherently is bad. They can both be eichel. What I want for now is considered eichel, and what I want for later is b'seles. Like we said, you have to take out eichel and You have to take out the part that you want now.
So to get to rice, I feel a little shum of a talent to peel uh, garlic or onions, and to leave them over as a mutter. Look like you're only allowed to peel, you're going to eat uh, right away. And the issue that's kind of hard to understand, right? Because you're telling me that butter is I'm not allowed to take out the bad from the good, then how can I peel anything, right? The peel is the bad part that I want to get to the good. So the way the Chaydim are Masbert, is that when you're opening something, it's not that you're being buyer. Buyer is sorting, that I'm separate and putting them on one pile of this, one pile of that. When I'm peeling something, what I'm doing is, I'm just, it's my way to get to the food that's on the inside. It's not that I'm sorting the peel from the inside, it's just I'm breaking my way through to get to the inside. The outer covering of garlic that covers all the clothes within it. That even if you're eating right away, you still know how to do it. You shouldn't have a fire called the Visha because that, known as Isha Bayer, it's similar to dash because you're you're extracting the entire garlic from it. All right, Shkech.